Hello, everybody. Welcome to the OETA Movie Club podcast. My name is Jeff Mareva. I'm the director of the show, and I'm here with our host, Mr. Robert Birch. Hey, Jeff Mareva. How's it going? It's going pretty good. How you doing? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. Today's today's going to be a pretty good one. Yeah. We've got yeah. a great movie to this talk about. This is one of my favorites. Yeah. Dr. Zhivago mm-hmm. is our movie for the week that we're talking about. We come to you each week. We discuss our upcoming movies that we show each Saturday night at 9 on OETA, the OETA Movie Club. And yeah, this Saturday is Dr. Zhivago. Yep. 1965. It's crazy long. Right. It's, it's it worth is long. it. David Lean likes to do these long yeah, David, films. Yeah. Really long. Yeah. Lawrence of Arabia. And yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this long one is, Technicolor it's, Cinemascope, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. This one, like Lawrence of Arabia, is it's worth it. It's it's mm-hmm. worth staying with it. And because, I mean, it's it's over three hours. It's it's like three hours and 20 minutes. Or oh, something. yeah. But yeah. But yeah, this well, movie. You know, there's an intermission in there, too. So if you cut the intermission and the music, you know, leading into the intermission. All <laughs> yeah, it might, you know, make it to three. three. <laughs> right. But uh, but yeah, great film. Um, I mean, this is a film that in 1965 was produced in 22 different languages. Wow. The, this, this was before global distribution. Now, now, okay. Nowadays, 22, dis- yeah. 22 languages, you're like, that's nothing. Sure, sure. You know, but in 1965, that was a big deal, 22 S- languages. So they had to trans- uh, have it re-voiced. Re-voiced. In, reacted, basically, yep. right, in, in 22 languages. Yeah. Huh. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's an expensive, too. Another. It's not cheap. No. And speaking of not cheap, this film went from a $5 million budget uh-huh. to a $15 million budget. <laughs> tripled yeah. the budget. Tripled, yeah. Just imagine going in and saying, you know, uh, I think we're going to need mm, yeah. triple that Triple amount. this. Yeah. But it did. It was the second most grossing film of the year that year. Uh-huh. And if you count inflation, it's like the eighth gross, highest grossing movie of all time. Uh, right. And uh, under Gone with the Wind, I mean, if you're MGM, uh, you know, you're bankrolling this film, and you're, that's how you make money is, is you know, ticket sales. Uh, this was o- only Gone with the Wind made more money than Lawrence of Arabia for MGM. Oh, wow. Yeah. In their whole history of MGM film, uh, that was the only one that even came close wow. to Gone with the Wind. Wow. Um, so let's talk about some of the actors that were – considered for some right. of these roles because right. there, there's a long list and some um, crazy uh, crazy some, ones some too, crazy, well, there's uh, some good ones there's some you know right. th- but there's they some, there's been some very, a very different movie been a very different movie there's some cra- there's some crazy ones here i sean connery i i thought that was again for which role for, oh, for, for the title role yeah uh-huh. yeah and um, uh then uh, marlon brando marlon brando. Uh, wanted marlon brando for the Komarovsky, the rod steiger yes. role. you know yep and then when Brando said he didn't want to do it, uh, for whatever reason, uh, he uh, James Mason said he would do it. Yeah. And signed on, but then um, for whatever, whatever reason yeah, he, he got do it. he he dropped out, and you know Rod Steiger. Yeah. And Rod Steiger, you know, uh, you know it's a good thing too. But he was on set for an entire year. Entire year. For, yeah, for I this. saw and that. He's I was not like, even the main character. No. <laughs> and I mean, it's, it was rare in these days. For it's rare in nowadays. It's rare or any time for a, sh- a film to shoot for a year, right? Um, let alone one character. <laughs> well, uh, David Lee <laughs> you know. wanted to get all four seasons. In, yeah. Right. It was supposed to be ten months, and he ended up going, you know, uh, way over because yeah. he wanted. Uh, uh, unfortunately, in Spain that year, um, it was like a really mild winter. That's where they right. were shooting this uh, in Spain, and uh, 
uh, they had to use marble dust and plastic snow. Wow. You know, because there was no natural snow in, in Spain that year. Right. That they could, you know, no t- real measurable time that they could shoot in. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I, I, I saw that they wanted to shoot, you know, in Russia, but that was kind of impossible in 1965, right. the height of the Cold War and right. everything, and so went and, to Spain. But you know, they, don't like, they don't like the book, and they certainly didn't, you know, the, the Soviets did not like the, how they were treated in the book. Right. And, you know, for, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't paint them in a good light. Right. Um, but, and, and then, you know, they certainly didn't want to have the film. This movie... There. I, I saw this earlier. M- the movie actually was never shown in Russia until uh-huh. 1994, 30 <laughs> years after its release, but before well, it was finally shown. So that's Boris, you know, Boris, Boris Yeltsin, Yeltsin yeah. right? That yeah. time. Oh, yeah. So it had, they had to have another revolution before they would show this film the, in Russia. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, we, we, we mentioned Sean Connery up for the role of Omar Sharif, uh, that Omar Sharif got, I, I should say. Burt uh-huh. Lancaster. What? Max von Sydow. Sydow. Yeah, Max von Sydow as Yuri. As Yuri, that's interesting. Yeah, he might have actually been the one that I would say would maybe be my second favorite on the list. But anyway, David Lean. Apparently, there's this huge list. Uh huh. But David Lean, none of them were ever actually offered the role. uh, David Lean offered the role solely to Omar Sharif. Ah. And uh, of course, he took it. Now, Omar Sharif had uh, originally asked David Lean to consider him for another role. In the movie, right, and um, and for Kamarovsky, yeah, and then sure enough, David Lean comes back and goes, yeah. "No, you're the lead, right? You know, you're, just, you're the title you, role." The, and it was a big pressure on Omar Sharif. Oh, yes, you know, it uh, was, he yeah. and um, yeah, he. I guess David Lean is kind of difficult to work with, you know, because well, he's uh, a perfectionist, and you're yeah. working with him on a three and a half hour movie, so <laughs> <laughs> and it's taken a year to shoot. <laughs> so yeah, a I bet he's a little epic, testy. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it really uh, was it. Alec Guinness and and uh, David Lean argued and argued yes. and argued through this. They had worked on Bridge on the River Kwai together, yes. and um, uh, apparently uh, Guinness, Sir Alec Guinness, thought that uh, that David Lean's head had grown a little bit since right. then. That he was acting like the star director. Yes, he said he was acting the part uh-huh. of a star director. Yeah. And and so they just are, you know, fought and fought, and fought. They never did anything else again. Uh, yeah. Well, I think out of India, I think uh, there's a small role uh, yeah. out of India with uh, Alec Guinness. In it. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. passage in India. Yeah, yeah, now, passage in India. Yeah. Now the actors that never were in the film uh, are all. Uh, you know, the female roles as well, right? Uh, that um, uh, the producer, Carlo Ponti, had originally, uh, he'd bought the rights to this film, uh, rights to the book, right. um, in order to, so his, uh, to star his wife, Sophia Loren. Yeah. In, Lucky you know, in the Julie Christie role. Yeah. And uh, 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 the, David Lean says, nope. She's too tall. She's too tall. So I, my question is, is what was that conversation like at the table, at the yeah. dinner table that night? Hey, yeah. honey, I finally am going to direct that book I bought. Um, <laughs> that role I was telling you about, you're too tall for it. Sorry. <laughs> Director says you're too tall. Uh, pass the potatoes, will you? Yeah. Sorry. Um, so, yeah. Um, you might get those potatoes on your head. <laughs> yeah. Sophia Loren, you know, very passionate Italian. Oh, yeah. Great, woman. actually. Yeah. She, she would have been great. She, she would have, been, really. Yeah. Uh, but Julie Christie, I can't imagine anybody else in this role. Yeah. 
yeah, I like I said, I, 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 it's so, it's so hard for me to even even like I said, reading the guy. I mean, Peter O'Toole, phenomenal actor. Right. They wanted him as Yuri. As Yuri. Yeah. But yeah. but no, like it just. Well, he wouldn't do it because uh, he he said you know it was a grueling experience uh, doing Lawrence of Arabia right. with David Lean. Yeah. And um, yeah, and apparently that uh, David Lean heard that. And right. They they never ever were able to. Uh, Make up after that, yeah. Um, it's, it's a little tough. Yeah, he didn't like criticism. I guess uh, David Lean, right? Because you know, it, when the film came out, it did not get uh, good reviews by the critics. Yeah, know, they criticized the the the, the uh, cinematography. They criticized the sets, and uh, you know, he I guess wears his. Uh, you know, his heart on his shoulder. He was like, "Oh well, I'm never going to make another film yeah. after this." And it was five years until he made um, uh, uh, Ryan's daughter. Yeah, and then it uh, that didn't get very good reviews. He, he it was another no, ten was years a, until he made uh, Passage to India. Yeah. So yeah, uh, he yeah, he's a little sensitive, right? But as many artists are. But I mean good way to get your confidence back having a movie that's nominated for 10 academy awards wins five of them i mean that's pretty good including best picture including best picture that's the big one yeah and did uh i should have read this did david lean did he win he was nominated for director but i don't think he won oh yeah i don't think he won usually in in a lot of those years too you know you're just a luck of course Oh, you're up against uh, you know yeah. the Godfather or <laughs> right, exactly. you know something yeah. you know huge. Don't worry, you're just up against you know <laughs> the greatest movie ever made. Um, yeah, but, but a lot of the greatest movies didn't. Oh, I know. Did not oh, even yeah. get nominated oh, for, I know. for yeah. an Academy Award. Oh yeah, it's so subjective. Yeah. I, that's what I I mean, and I say this all the time because I mean te- television. There's there's awards. There's sure Emmys and all kinds of public broadcast awards and stuff that we enter and. And I mean they're great. Don't get me wrong. I, but uh-huh. but it's just like oh, just award. They're so subjective. I just hate right. to like put too much stock, you know, oh, into yeah. that. And, but the Oscars are a good example of that. I mean, mm-hmm. you have movies that never even came close to being nominated yeah. that are some of the greatest movies ever made. And then you have some of the movies that have won that yeah. are not that great a movie. And there's down years. Yeah, well, let's say like you know, uh, I mean, say a year when say like uh, oh, it's my least favorite <laughs> Academy Award winner. It has to be. Chariots of Fire. Chariots of Fire. Yeah, I'm like, oh, really? Come on. Um, it won what, a lot. It, what was it up against that year? Probably I don't know. nothing. I don't you know, know. the Beastmaster good... Three and and uh, <laughs> Jason you know, goes to Hollywood. Snakes on a plane yeah. too. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't. I don't know what it was up against. That's a good question because Jason goes. to <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't know what the you know what this stuff, how this stuff wins and who wins and who's judges and uh-huh. it's just crazy. Um, let's talk a minute about the soundtrack for this movie because this is a great soundtrack. Six hundred thousand copies of the soundtrack sold in the first year of this movie's release. Oh yeah, I yeah. mean it was huge. And you know it got a lot of airplay, and it's probably the reason that uh, the film. Uh, was successful because people heard the song. It, you know, it didn't get good reviews from the critics. Right. So, um, yeah, uh, everybody heard the song on the radio and said, I want to see that film. Yeah. And, you know, luckily there was a good film attached to right. it. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I mean, Mar- Maurice Jarre, um, who David Lean had already worked with, for, with uh, on a Lawrence Ar- of Arabia. Yeah. Great composer. Um, I thought it was really funny, though, when David Lean told the studio that they, he wanted to use him again. They had a great 
quote that they uh, told Yeah, us. they said, um, oh, he's very good for when you're on the sand, referring to Lawrence of Lawrence Arabia. Arabia right? But he says, uh, I think we need someone better. We can find somebody better uh, for the snow. Right, and then he wins the Academy Award for right. best, best, best sound, soundtrack, yeah. best yeah. score. Yep. Well, and um, you know David Lee, or uh, yeah, David Lean had heard uh, a Russian song that he liked, and he wanted to use it for the film as the main theme, but right. he couldn't get the rights for it. He couldn't, you know, so uh, he asked you know Maurice to compose uh, something, and he didn't. He comes back, and he didn't like anything that he had initially composed. So David Lean says, um, I want you to take your wife up uh, on a vacation in a cabin up in the mountains and make love all week <laughs> and, and come back with, uh, you know, something. And, you know, it sounds like it's kooky advice, but he came back with Laura's theme. Yeah. You know, one of the great. One of the great. One yeah. of the greatest songs in film history. Yep. Yeah. I guess it worked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I'm, I'm sure that uh, there'd be a lot of other composers who would like to get the same direction, <laughs> yeah. right? <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, let's talk about the role of Laura and the fact that Jane Fonda almost got it. Yeah. Because I thought that was weird yeah. when I read that. We were talking earlier about different people. I don't, I can't, I don't remember if we mentioned her. But, like her. Like, but, yeah. but that was a weird one for me. Um, but she, did, she didn't want to go yeah. to Spain. Right, she tells her agent, "Who doesn't uh, want to go to Spain? I don't want to go to Spain. Spain. Go to Spain. I'll, Sunny go, I'll Spain. take a free trip to Spain. Right. Come on, sure." But you know, maybe she heard about working with David Lean. Who knows? Well, true. Yeah, she was like, "Oh, this is going to take a year." Uh, okay. But this would have been, you know, this was for Julie Christie. It would have been for any actress. Sophia Loren would have been good in this, but you know, this was a career-making film. Yeah. For that role for Laura. Oh yeah, and Jane Fonda in an interview in 2014 Laura. said that. This movie, out of all the movies she turned down, this was the one she regrets, and with good reason. And with good reason, yeah. yeah. So, um, who else was? Uh, was there anybody else that was offered? Oh, role, there was. Or? There was a several. There was. There was a few different yeah. people, but um, but Jane Fonda was the name that really stood out to me. Right, that that right. was the well-known one, you know. But well, and was it Geraldine Chaplin? Um, you know, she's uh, Charlie Chaplin's yeah daughter. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, she got ca- she was cast on the spot, uh-huh. unheard of, unheard of actress, and David Lean cast her on the spot. Right. So he was so impressed with her audition. Wow. So yeah. Now that's a good audition. That's a great audition. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, and then you're working. You know, okay, so unheard, you're an unknown actress, and you know Julie Christie was fairly unknown too. Yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah. Uh, so uh, you know your first day on set, you're there with Sir Alec Guinness, you're there with um, uh, Omar Sharif. And Sir Ralph Richardson, um, uh, Rod Steiger. I mean, mm-hmm. the huge names. Oh, yeah. The biggest names in film at, at the, time. the time. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you said, Julie Christie, she wasn't even really the, the David Lean champion for her. But uh-huh. the studio executives in the early days of the filming were not convinced that she should have the role and wanted her to, quote-unquote, explore the role more and basically practice it <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know it's, it's basically what they're asking for yeah. is uh do a little do a little character development practice a little bit more maybe change it up a little um but i mean yeah there she wasn't that well known i there's there's several actresses that were that were up for the role but it all the internet stuff you find is of course on the dr Zhivago role 
Right, right. I mean, that's uh, Michael Caine. Michael Caine. A Cockney, um, Cockney as a, accent? a yeah. Russian aristocrat. Yeah. yeah. Michael Caine, right? Oh, oh it's, it's going to snow again, is it? Yeah. <laughs> but a, a, apparently, Michael Caine is the one who suggested Omar Sharif to David Lean. And what a good what choice. A, yeah. Well, you know, he had worked with Omar Sharif yep. in Lawrence of Arabia. Yep. And, um, you know, they had to do a lot of work on him to make him uh, not look Egyptian. Uh, basically, right um, now there's conflicting reports. We were, you know, looking at the research on this, and and the conflicting reports. Uh, one says that they shaved his head completely, completely shaved, and put right. a red wig on him. And it didn't look red to me, but uh, maybe on camera it comes off darker brown or something. Yeah. But, uh, but the other said that they had taped his eyes uh, back a little bit to, I guess, more Western features, right, and uh, had shaved. His forehead, just part up, of the, his forehead, the hairline, yeah, about two inches, yeah, high. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah. you know, you make in, his forehead ooh. larger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in eraser head territory right. there, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, just to just to make him look a bit more Russian, a lot less Egyptian, and and yeah. also straighten his hair. Yeah, uh, they had to you know straighten his hair out because he was kind of curly hair. Yeah. So yeah. Crazy. He still looks great, no matter what. Back oh, then, yeah. that great scene in Lawrence of Arabia where he, the first one, you know, where he rides in from the desert, and it's that big uh, cinemascope, wide, you know, wide format. You see the whole right. desert, and there's this tiny figure that rides, rides, right. rides towards you. And, and somebody said um, that whoever that was, whoever that was, it was going to be a big star because of that one shot. Yeah, you know, because you're sitting, you're you're waiting and waiting and waiting, and then you know the Finally payoff hit. is, you know, yep. the guy gets off the horse and he's going to be a superstar. Yeah, you, know, you better have a superstar. That's right. You know, a great personality. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, uh, I I thought it was interesting some of the stuff they did because, like I said, I, I had no idea it was shot in Spain until we were getting ready for this. And, yeah, what's uh, the name of the town? Um, oh, I can't remember the name of the town. It's called... I just, um, I just read that they did a recreation of Moscow. Of Moscow. Right. They built a small months. Moscow outside of this uh, town in Spain. It had like, um, a, uh, like a, a pared down, of course. You know, you do yeah. perspective on this. Right? right. Like if you've ever been to um, Walt Disney World and seen how the, you know, like the New York town um, and all the buildings are forced perspective. So, right. you know, you get up to the third and fourth floor of those build. you know, if you're looking from the street, um, the they're actually much smaller. The windows and stuff are, uh, the, the fire escapes are much smaller right. the farther up you go. Right. Right, so it looks, and then as you're looking down the New York Street, you see like the Chrysler Building and, and the, the Empire State, and those are forced perspective as, yeah, as well. Right. Well, that's what they did on this. There was a, a Kremlin, yeah. They had a, um, a cobblestone street that was about uh, half a mile long and had uh, like 60 shops. Um, and then a lar- uh, all around this uh, large uh, square. Yeah. Basically, you know, so then you could do it as red square. You could, you know, um, do many things with, you know, that's what you're always looking for is, you know, I want to shoot many different street scenes right. and on this one set. So, yeah. uh, but they built an entire town. Wow, that's so cool. I love it when they do that stuff. And they had to use plastic snow. Of course. And marble dust. Yeah, I, not only that is crazy to me, but they were shooting winter scenes in 116-degree heat. Right. 
in 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 fur coats and <laughs> not only did they have a, like a light winter but they had a 116 degree days that summer yeah, yeah. and they're they're in these heavy you know woolen outfits yeah. <laughs> and furs and everything and omar sharif said that uh you know in between takes they had an army of, of people run out with towels to uh to dab you off wow because everybody was sweating <laughs> uh. The makeup, yeah, the makeup person would have a nightmare. Oh, on man. Can, uh, on that many extras? Oh. And the beards? Oh, you know, man, fake yeah. Beards all the fake beards, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we are out of time. Oh, already? We are. We are out of time. Um, I do want to give a quick shout-out, though, to um, Rick Cohen. Oh, yeah. And who sent in a great celebrity with photo this Sir week. Elton, Elton John. Elton John. Yeah. One of my favorites, Yeah. Um, it's a great photo, so do do tune in to check that out. And he met him back in the day, you know, when uh, he was top of the charts. Oh yeah, there was. I mean, every song that, uh, that they played was Elton John. Oh yeah, that? he said he got he, this. Rick said he got to uh, was like a general manager of several radio stations uh-huh. in Lawton, Tulsa, Oklahoma City area, and so got, you get to, to, got to meet a lot thing. of stuff like got, yeah. got to meet a lot of people like Elton John. So uh-huh. I think so that was a really cool story. So thank you, Rick, for sending that in. Um, tune in next week. Uh, we've got another great movie coming up. It's The Yearling from 1946. Um, well, that'll be on on November 19th. That's a good one. It's a good one. It's very different than this film. It's I'm well. I haven't. I, I I'm gonna have to watch it. It's been so long since I've seen it. Yeah, I, I, I gotta say, watch. I, I gotta tune in again. I was a little boy. I was gonna say I haven't seen yeah. it in a long. It's been a long. It time. It was kind of sad. So yeah, <laughs> I think it is. I remember. Spoiler. Yeah. No, well, <laughs> it's you know, sad. All of those films have a little sad <laughs> part in it, right? You know. I can't watch it now. <laughs> I know it's sad. Um, all right. Well, thank you everybody for listening. As always. Please send in those celebrity photos um, and we drop us a line. Let us know how we're doing, all yeah. that good stuff. Just say hi. Just say hi. And until then, we will uh, see you next week and take care. Bye-bye. Make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. You can preview all upcoming OETA Movie Club films at oeta.tv forward slash movie club. And please, send your celebrity photos to P.O. Box 14190, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma 73113, or you can email them to us at oeta.tv forward slash movie club. And of course, tune in every Saturday night at 9 and on Fridays at 11. We'll see you on the couch every weekend for a great movie and fresh popcorn. Popcorn.